0: Attention parents, what you're about to see is not suitable for kids. Shoot, it's not even suitable for some grown-ups. You might wanna walk away now uh, if you ain't uh. into these type of things.
1: I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm gonna deliver the goods, cause I'm alive and I'm not backing down.
2: disgusting, vomit-inducing thing.
3: Hola, Creepos! Welcome to another edition of your favorite true crime podcast, the show about Creeps by Creeps. For you, Creeps, I'm your host.
2: The The tower of power, too sweet to be sour. The people's
3: champion. And let me just give a big uh, shout-out to all my true believers out there. Excelsior! True believers. And joining me as always, it wouldn't be a creep off if there wasn't a creep. It's hot. C-c-c-carla! What is happening, Vinnie Paulino? How you been, buddy? Pal, I'm excited for this episode. I, hey, uh, can I ask
1: a question before we start? Yeah, please. What happened to uh, Tucker's recaps? He hasn't sent me one. Tucker. We need these recaps. People understand the, the game that we're playing here. I think he wants I think he wants
3: me to like contact him and be like, hey man, where are the recaps? And I just I thought, I thought
1: you were gonna say he's holding out for more money. That probably too. Are we in contract negotiations with Tucker Dixon and his people? Is that what's going on? Yeah, that's the problem. Guys, this is the true crime podcast where everything is a contest. That's right. And uh, I had to spin the wheel last week. I have to go to church now. That'll be fun for you. Actually, you know, I was talking to uh, my friends about this consequence, and yeah. one of my friends wants to come with me. So she was very excited about it. Nope. Yep.
3: Nope. Yep. Nothing you could. You're not allowed to do it <laughs> yep. unless that person is filming you.
1: Well, yeah, I'll have her film me. Sure. Okay.
3: <laughs> See, what I was thinking you should do is go to one of these places. And put, like, wear a shirt with a pocket and put your phone in there and, like, just keep it on record. Oh, weird. And as it goes on, just, like, lean in and go, what the
1: fuck is going yeah, on Yeah, that would be here? very creepy if I did that. That would be very funny, though. No, I'm going to wear a pin that says, ask me about my podcast, though, for sure. Can we
3: get you one of those podcaster hats, like that one guy <laughs> yeah, wears? Get the,
1: yeah, get the media hat on. Media, media, <laughs> I'm here to film this. So anyway, uh, each week we bring a creep, and the people vote on who they thought brought the bigger creep, and they do that over on our subreddit. That's correct. Our website is gone. (laughs) Yes. So people are having a hard time finding our phone number. I have a lot of voicemails for us this week.
3: It's uh, right there on the screen, 585-371-8108, by the way, in case you're wondering.
1: So what we like to start off is by looking at how the voting went from the previous week and awarding a point, sometimes, to a guy who doesn't deserve it. Let's see what it is this time. Not this week. Vinny has 79 votes to my 45. Is that what that says? That is what
2: that says. Please.
0: this is a huge deal
3: Are you really going to deny me my... Sweet victory, baby. Carl, I haven't lost in I don't know how many weeks. I have had you bashing your brains in in this game. People are going to start thinking I'm the creep.
1: Oh, sorry. I hit something over here. I made some noise. People are going to start thinking I'm the creep. How bad I've beaten you these days. Seriously. It's out of control right now. i got to do something about yeah, this. Yeah, maybe a little effort. Well, maybe. We'll see. Give it a shot. Hey, I want to thank Nick H for coming in on Super Chat Monday, which is a national holiday here in the States. $5 asked if we're going to a black church. Maybe. Those are the most fun ones. Well, you got to go to the
3: non-denominational Protestant church because that's a really fun mix. Oh, yeah. That's like a black church, but with the white people who think that they're black Mm. and they try to dance and stuff. It's really a lot of fun. There's a
1: a gay church by my house. And by that, I mean, they always have the rainbow flag. (laughs) 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 They seem to be very uh, LGBTQ plus friendly. Yeah. At this one church. No, I get to pick the
3: church, though. It's the father's house is where you're going. Sounds good. You're going to the father's house, son. Sounds good. All right. Now, uh, Carl, I am in the lead. And that means we are starting a new round. This is the first week of the new round, even though I have one point. And that means wild card. Be yes. anything. Be anybody.
1: That's correct. And because you won this past week, you get to go first. And uh, I'll get us started by ringing the bell. Please. <laughs> It's go time, Carl. I would like
3: to introduce you to my crate. This is her. All right. Her name is Nakira. Those titties ain't creeps. Yeah, De- all right. Uh, I'm gonna help you. This is the uh, welcome video on her YouTube channel. You're gonna enjoy this, Carl. You do. Who are these socials? I do. Hi everyone. Um, welcome to my
0: channel. I just really want to take this time out and thank all my new subscribers. All 114 of you guys. I just started my YouTube channel 2 days ago. So, it really surprises me how much of you are already here and waiting for you know, me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I know what her uh, subscribers are doing. Jacking it, jacking it, jacking it jack. Spanking it, jacking it, spanking it smack. It
3: would be a hard
1: thing to do because all she
3: does on her thing is talk about purses, wigs, and expensive makeup and clothes.
1: Okay, all right. Well, you win, buddy. That is the biggest creep on the internet. Very good job. Thank you. Can I everybody. go now?
3: Or no, no. Um. We need to tell. I need to tell you guys a story. All right. About what happened to her in 2019. On the evening of February 8th, around 6:30 p.m., Carl Nakira is 24 years old at the time. She's the mother of two. She has a 23-month-old son, Damien or uh, Daniel Jr., okay. and then she has an infant son. And uh, She has Daniel in a stroller, and she has her infant son in, like, a papoose mm-hmm. around her chest. He not was not ha- a lot
1: of room around that chest, but okay. But it's a comfy ride. <laughs>
3: yeah. It's like riding an old Lincoln, man. It's like sitting on the couch. I'll so, be taking the motorboat, please. So she claims that around 630, she was walking to a Walgreens to buy Pedialyte for her son. Sure. Someone jumped out of the bushes, knocked her to the ground. She claims that she fell on top of her infant. Ooh. As the attacker kicked her in the head and in the right side, and when she looked up, the stroller and her son Daniel were gone.
1: Mm, that's not good.
3: Now, she put in a bunch of frantic 911 calls, Carl, and I have uh, the audio of them here. I want you to listen to how panicked she is.
2: Where? Do you know where you're at right now? Can you describe what you see around you? I was running. I was running. Where are you running from? Someone pushed me. I was
3: Alright, where are you right now? What do you see around you? Do you see a house number? You're in where? The bushes of where? Are
2: you, are you on Giles Street, do you? In an ambulance? Were you jumped? I had a on the ground.
3: All right. Okay. Your baby's injured as
2: well. I fell on top of
3: him. You fell on top of them? How old is he?
2: I'm a whole Do you see the
3: police? Yes. Okay. So I know that sounded a lot, but I want you to understand how hysterical this woman sounded. Well, I have audio of that
1: uh, 911 operator Yeah, right after he hung up the phone with her. Please. Oh, bitch! 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 Now I can tell he was getting annoyed. He's like, all right, ma'am, spit it out. What's going on?
3: Yeah. And we're going to go back to this 911 call in a minute. But a response team began a search aided by the city and state police. Prosecutors, bloodhounds from New Jersey State Park showed up, Mm -hmm. all looking for this kid. Around the corner from where this happened, they found a stroller containing a pair of red sneakers. And that was it. They found the kid's stroller. Now, they bring her to the police station. They feel like they're hot on the trail of this kidnapper. They're trying to get testimony out of her. She's just not requiring any medical attention for someone who claims to have been thrown down, kicked in the face, in the head, and in the side. She's like, no, I'm good. Find find my baby. Find my baby. Where's my baby? So it turns out the area where this happened, there's lots of security footage for the city because this is in New Jersey, by the way. Lots of cameras. So they pull out the camera footage. And how do I put this? Uh Uh-oh nothing like this happened. She was lying? They saw the woman walk from down the street to the area where the cops found her, calmly, peacefully with the baby, then make a 911 call, and then the cops show up, and she's completely frantic and hysterical. And that combined with the fact that she's still wearing her $5,000 ring, the fact that she still had a ton, all of her cash and nothing else was taken, the police were very suspicious of what was happening here, Carl.
1: You're saying that you'd rather have a $5,000 ring than a two-year-old? I I can understand that. Sure. sure.
3: You got to defend your own. Yeah. Now, they brought in the old lie detector, Carl. Okay. And uh, they have a very- Well, if
1: they have video evidence, what do they need? To- anyway, hey, God.
3: Well, because they just were trying to make her, I guess, try to sweat it out of her. Yeah. Because she wasn't changing her story. She was just arguing, telling him the same thing over and over again.
1: Mm-hmm. So they bring in the lie Wait, detector. Wait, she- was she on that show Empire? I think I heard about this story. I think I know about this. This is a different one. This This is a different different one. one. Yeah.
3: So uh, they actually have an amazing new lie detector where you can listen to the audio from the machine, directly from the machine during the test. Would you like to hear what it said? Yes. This is the audio of the lie detector.
1: You're a liar. You're a liar. (laughs) You know something that you're not telling us, you slimy scumbag liar. Liar. Tell us what you know, you goddamn liar. You know goddamn well what happened to your kid, so stop <laughs> acting like victims and confess, you murdering murderers! Confess, liar! Confess!
3: Yeah, so the police didn't believe her story, is what I'm trying to tell you guys. That's when her story started to change. Hold after. on a second, I
1: gotta, I gotta read Cam Critical's dollar uh, ninety nine super chat, please. Wow, a lying woman! What a creep! Congrats, Carl. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed, buddy. Thank you for that.
3: So her story starts to change to, uh, this one's even better. This is the dumbest panicky story I've ever heard of someone trying to defend themselves for a crime. Okay. The boy accidentally fell down a flight of stairs in the house. I put the child in a stroller and I took him out and I left him there in the stroller so that someone else could get him help.
1: That Even if that were true, that would be a horrible thing to do. <laughs> that's not a good lie. Yeah. No, I was busy robbing a bank. That's why I wasn't there with my kid. No, no.
3: See, I was neglecting the kid. Then I decided to ultimately neglect them. Right. And leave them outside in February in New Jersey.
1: Officer, you see, I was trying to score meth. All right? right. That, that's what I was doing.
3: No. Nah. Now she's married, by the way. She's married to a tall, skinny white dude. Okay. And uh, apparently he spoiled her a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, all these bags and shit that she got, it was this dude's cash. Okay. So- At this point, the husband's in another room, and they do not believe her story. The husband doesn't know what's going on. The cops go to the house, and it's not a good sign when you get to the house, and all the windows are open, and there are fans blowing as to blow out a stink. Sure. What was the stink? It smelled like something terrible was burning. The cops are looking around the house. They don't see anything in the house. They go out into the backyard, and what do they find next to the shed? Black garbage bags filled with baby limbs <laughs> that had been tried, that sh- someone had dumped something on and tried to set on fire. Uh-huh. Then they were like, oh, there's got to be more to this baby. Anyway, they start looking around the shed and there's a really. <laughs> you expensive- know what they say?
1: Where there's baby limbs, there's babies.
3: <laughs> Eureka! <laughs> so they look around and they, f- they see this hot pink bag, this very nice bag shoved. Haphazardly underneath the shed, like underneath, like dirt had been pulled out. And they tried to like bury it underneath there poorly. Okay. And they open it up and hey, guess who won the pony? Little Daniel Jr., the rest of them was in that bag. So they show the bag to the husband, and he's like, Oh, Jesus Christ, I bought that bag for my wife. Right. <laughs> she probably did a YouTube review on this fucking bag. She put <laughs> yeah, her right. fucking kid on. So they uh take her, they obviously they arrest her. It's 3 a.m. And she finally confesses to what happened, and it turns out that little Daniel Jr. didn't want to eat his food.
1: Oh, yeah. That's not good.
3: So she beat the shit out of the kid. Good. And while she was beating him, he ended up falling down the stairs. Yeah. And she didn't want to get in trouble for beating him and him falling down the stairs. So what she decided to do was just straight up murder the kid and then chop off his limbs, try to set them on fire did a piss poor job of it, made the whole house stink, You're right. threw him in a garbage bag, threw the rest of them, I guess she was out of garbage bags, into a purse, and stuffed him under the shed, and then went and started this whole elaborate fucking
1: ruse. Yeah, I, I don't think the uh, it was smart to then go where there's lots of security cameras and make up something that happened to
3: you. Oh, my baby! Oh, yeah. my baby! And that do you, hear, do you think back to that 911 call, how fucking crazy she sounded? Yeah. Fucking acting, dude. That's a psycho. This is a fucking, unquestionably a creep. Now, here's some fun things that I really enjoyed. I was looking on her YouTube channel, and uh, the video that I showed you the beginning of it, Yeah, one lady posted something underneath it, and I was like, oh, I think she knows her, and she made a comment. She said, so my question is, nobody in her husband's family noticed her manipulative ways. I can see it in her videos, and I've never even met the murderer. She used what she had to get, what she wanted, and never wanted that white man or his kids. She only wanted the handbags he bought for her. The selfie she was taking, showing her body all over social media was a slap to the face of her husband, and maybe one day he'll realize it. Well, I think maybe he realized it the day that his child, his namesake, was chopped up and shoved under the shed. Right. His mother, the the husband's mother in court said, you had no thought of how your actions would destroy our entire world. You're a monster. My only hope is that you live the rest of your life behind bars and suffer with the thought of what you did. Think to the life you will no longer have. No pretty hair, no nails, no constantly spending money on foolish things. Nothing. Michael Kors and Chanel
1: will not help you in prison. See, I personally hope that she continues to grow her YouTube page. That's amazing that she had 114 people chad Zumak numbers over there (laughs) pretty impressive
3: yeah she really is a lunatic dude oh yeah this is a real crazy person so good news everybody february 21st 2023 sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole very good fuck you nakira
1: that's my creep this week carl very good sir my creep is over in italy and i want to tell you a tale From the year 2013.
3: Yeah, yeah, Alex, you son of a bitch.
1: Lino Renzi, 45 years old, lived with his 90-year-old mother, Maria Pia Gilgria. Yeah, would you want to live with whatever that is? In southern Italy, when police and firefighters were called to their apartment because a neighbor smelled gas. There was a stench coming from the apartment. a big dinner. The neighbors decided to call the authorities. Upon entering the apartment, the authorities found most of the mother's mutilated body in the bathroom, but her foot was in the freezer. Various pieces of her body were cooking on the stove, and some of her entrails were found on a plate in the kitchen. Renzi, meanwhile, was discovered taking, uh, laying naked on his bed, and he didn't say a word as they took him into custody. See? She fell down! Lino Renzi... <laughs> Had uh, just the previous month been released from a psychiatric care institution. And he was put back into care with his mother. Well, they got into an argument. So Lena decided to brutally beat her to death. She had um, uh, blunt force trauma all on her head and her body. And then he used a butcher knife and a saw to cut his mother into pieces. So that he could then uh, cook them. So after putting some of the remains in the freezer, he tried to broil other parts in a pot on the stove and uh her entrails were found on a plate having been cooked on a grill so he was really preparing uh a nice meal for himself with his mom 3 days after he'd killed her and uh it, the stench was was a, a little bit rough so um, like
3: if you're going to eat people yeah right
1: you're not your mom don't don't, eat
3: you don't mom. number one not your mom yeah. number two like if you look at the animal that you're going to eat, like if you go to the, if they say to you, "Hey, pick out a lobster," yeah, nobody's picking the ninety-year-old shitty
1: ass lobster. Correct. Right. Yes.
3: If you're going to eat somebody, you
1: know, that's not where I would start. A seven-year-old lady, that's not where I would start. I'd start at Taylor Swift. Correct. I would eat Taylor Swift. Ooh. All right. Can you say that on the internet? I don't know if you should. God forbid Taylor Swift gets eight, because you're going to be suspect number one, my friend. Taylor Swift was bitten in half today. <laughs> A fat
3: podcaster.
1: No one knows how the podcaster was able to catch up to her.
3: He also claimed to be a comedian, even though there is no proof.
1: Oh. (laughs) There's very little evidence. (laughs) So uh, I like that you said something about our buddy Alex. So wait, he's giving you these creeps first, and then if you don't want them, I get them. Apparently.
3: (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) That's fucked up. Well, I had already picked, I think I had already picked my creep. Because this was, uh, my creep was actually someone that I thought about for the scum parade. And I was like, no, this is, this is fucked. And when I looked into, when I saw her YouTube videos, uh, how happy and confident she was about her nails and her wigs. Sure. And that fucking chopped up her baby so she wouldn't get in trouble. Ugh. She didn't try to eat it though, right? She didn't. No, cook. she might have. She I think she, she did.
1: Uh, I don't think she did. She did. I What's worse, the mother up?
3: eating the child or the child eating the mother? <laughs> I think you're making
2: shit up You now.
1: decide on Reddit this week, everybody. You're making shit up now. Vinny. We have presented our creeps. People should go vote for who they thought brought the bigger creep. You know what that means. It's time for... Who are creepos? Who are these creepos? the segment we do on the creep-off. The reason why we do this segment is because we need to prove that we are the best true crime podcast out there. And the way that we do that, Vinny? By kicking all the other podcasts in the dick one at a time. One by one, we Line go them on up. with our very petty critiques of their shows to prove that our show is better. And I discovered a show that I did not know about. It's called Martinis and Murder.
3: I guess that's a nice new take on wine and crime.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a little classier than wine and crime. And, um, Mm -hmm. well, they explain the way that you might enjoy their show if you were to listen to it.
0: Uh, pour yeah. yourself a glass of something while you're listening to the show. As long as you're 21, of course, and drinking responsibly, please don't be yes. operating a vehicle or heavy machinery. Uh, hopefully, you're not. Doing
1: <laughs> right. That. All right. So you got to drink a lot in order to enjoy their show, which makes it's sense. Never a selling point. This is a show hosted by Darren Carp and John Thrasher with Matt the Bartender. They got their bartender there too. I guess Darren Carp. So this was uh, presented by the Oxygen Network. Darren Carp is. Andy Cohen's assistant, and she's also a lesbian, and, um, well... I don't know if the guy's gay or not. You tell me what you think when you hear this intro. Oh, no.
0: John, 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 Ooh, okay. Nice.
2: Now, we don't need, you know, the lawyers being upset with us for singing. This was an original song that Darren and I just came up with.
0: Would we call what I was doing singing? Would we call that singing? No. Okay. No,
2: it's never okay. singing, sweetheart. We love you. Okay.
0: So I feel like we're good pros. on that. I feel like we're good
2: on that. Vinny. <laughs> why
1: don't we sing each other's names when we start the show? Because your name sucks. Yes, and it's awkward and it's awful.
3: And we do sing my name at the beginning of the show. Remember you sang it?
1: Vinny Paulino. All right, we'll wait to shit on my points. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> I appreciate That's that. That's what I'm here for. So when the hosts start off by singing each other's names, I get the sense that Maybe the male on the show was not heterosexual, but I wasn't sure. He's hanging around drinking martinis talking about true crime with women? Yeah. Yeah, I'm guessing probably not. Well, I still wasn't sure. And then he started talking about his birthday weekend,
2: (laughs) and he brings this up. Thank you to everyone, including you, Matt and Megan. All of whom uh, wish me a happy birthday and, you know, I just kind of laid low. I really didn't do anything. I've been cat-sitting, Darren, which I know Listen, is a big deal on. for you. Let's,
0: let's, let's pause. Let's pause on Let's pause. This Too much
2: information. God,
0: no, not enough information because the fans really need to know.
1: See, this is what I've discovered about true crime podcasts. Most of these podcasters just want to talk about themselves. True crime is just an excuse to talk about themselves. This entire episode, Minnie... Zero true crime. All they do is talk about their personal lives to each other. Have I ever once asked you how your weekend was on this show, Vinny? Not even off air. You're not not a very nice friend. Yeah, I know. Who gives a shit? (laughs) This whole thing where they're like, oh, what did you do this weekend? Who fucking cares?
3: I I listened to when you talk. I remember the other day you were telling me how you stayed at home and had such a great day watching Indiana Jones, and one flew over the cuckoo's nest. I was happy for you that you had such a nice day.
1: Thanks, you know what I watched but here this, we are. You know what I watched this past weekend was uh, Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade. My wife had never seen it.
3: Oh.
1: Wow, this show's great, isn't <laughs> it,
3: everybody? <laughs> All
1: right. Hold on.
3: Carl, Carl, Carl.
1: See? Nobody cares. This is Nobody what I'm cares. saying. Nobody cares about this show. Um, and by the way, can
3: I also just throw this guy doesn't strike me as a pussy sitter. Oh. Well,
1: she gets very excited that he's cat sitting.
0: And then this bitch tells me that he's cat sitting <laughs> yeah, in I am. New Jersey. How did she make
1: cat sitting four syllables? I'm not even sure how
3: that's possible, well, but. I don't know how she got that extra chromosome either. Yeah. but...
1: Now, I know what you're thinking right now, Vinny, because you've been on this show with me for a while. Yep. We talk about a lot of different true crime shows. Certainly. And the thing that you're wondering right now is can we know more about this cat? Like, what's the name
3: of this cat? What's the cat's deal? And what song did he put the cat's name into that he sang to the cat
2: every time he called it? Don't worry, buddy. I got you covered. The cat's name is Mittens, and it's because it's a. Uh, mm, It's like a tabby, I think, a gray tabby, but uh, it has white mittens on each of its uh, paws. Like, it's so cute.
0: Of course it does.
2: I know. I'll send you a picture. This is not a show. What's happening right here, what I'm playing
1: for you right now, Vinny, is not a show. Describing a cat. That your friends have. Not a show. I'm just going to point that out. Hey, everybody, call in. Tell us about your friend's cat. Murders and martinis. So the thing that they're really excited about in this episode is this person, Jojo Siwa. Do you know who that is? I do know who that is. Okay. Apparently, because this is a couple years
2: old, Jojo came out, but not really, but kind of. And they're very excited about this. One of the things we can't go through this episode without mentioning is the Jojo Siwa news.
0: I mean I've Welcome never to been, the Family. Welcome to the Family. Although, you know, she didn't she didn't confirm a label, so right. I don't want to say that she's lesbian. I don't even want to say that she's gay, but she's definitely part of the LGBTQ plus community. That's a, good way
1: <laughs> That's a good way to put it. She's definitely part of the LGBTQ community. Isn't that pretty much everyone at this point, Vinny? I think you and I aren't allowed, but everyone else is at the club, yeah, right? Yeah, like everybody over there, has. This, there's a big sign on their clubhouse that says no Carl or Vinny. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how that goes. Aww. So they're all excited about this announcement. That they're wasn't, all having fun without us. That wasn't even an announcement, apparently. Because what kind of coming out is this?
0: But she was Mm -hmm. like, you know, I'm in the happiest place I've ever been right now. If I end up with a man, Mm -hmm. great. If I end up with a woman, great. She's like, I just think human beings. Oh, did she say that? She did say that. And she was like, I just think human beings are absolutely incredible. And I love human beings. And you know what? God bless. Because that's how it should be. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yes. That's
1: amazing. You know who else says they love all human beings? Yay. It's not a good thing. You're supposed to have some judgment. I love Hitler. I love <laughs> yeah, you're Nazis. To, you're supposed to dislike certain Dr. Mengele.
3: I love everybody. So
1: Kanye, shut the fuck up. What the, um, I don't know why this is getting applauded. I don't understand what the deal is. is this, this girl is like a, a TikToker, or she has some type of fame and notoriety from social media?
3: Uh, Carl, JoJo Siwa was a Nickelodeon star, I believe. Oh, okay. I believe she was a Nickelodeon star. I think she kind of looks like me
1: yeah yeah i did i did see a photo yeah she
3: kind of looks like me and uh she looks happy i guess i don't
1: know she's like i like everyone because nobody likes me so if anyone's willing to suck on my pussy i'll take it guy girl goat whatever the name of this episode beggars can't be
3: chooses (laughs) exactly Um, i just don't understand how like her going oh i find all humans to be amazing to to be like that controversial of a statement. It's
1: not controversial. It's not anything yeah. you should be applauded, or people shouldn't be impressed by this. By the way, Purple Monkey Dishwasher, thank you for the $10. We should start a beer fund for Carl's trip to Gary. This will buy you a couple of cools. Cheers. Well, thanks, was, Purple. Thanks, Purple. Appreciate that, buddy. So, now, the <laughs> what's the guy's name here? Uh, John. John Thrasher is um, going to talk about, because he's a gay man. But he's going to talk about how uh, sexuality is a spectrum. And
2: tell me if you're buying what he's saying here. We do feel that sexuality is a spectrum because, you know, I'll be honest. I find certain things about women attractive. I, you know, certain physical features, mental features, all that stuff is not just black and white.
1: Oh, oh really? What about a lady do you find attractive? I'm pretty sure you think it's all kind of... Gross. I and like
3: they, their boobies. Yeah, I know. Their, I
1: love when a gay guy tries to explain that girls are hot. It's always funny to their me. tits. I like their titties. I like, their, I like them for their minds. Oh, this is a gay man. All right. Well, there's proof right there. I like the way they think. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, okay. okay. Now, Vinny, the reason why I'm playing you this episode is because they have a very big announcement on this
2: particular show. Darren, tell everybody what our announcement about our announcement is.
0: We will be revealing major plans for the future of martinis and murder on Sunday's full episode. That's Ooh. all I can say today in another shot. There um, go. But uh, definitely tune into Sunday's episode. You're going to want to hear what we have to say. Nope.
1: They made an announcement that there will be an announcement. Betty. Why did they do that? What's the point of that? Guys, I just want to let you know that we're going to announce something soon. To be fair, Tony
3: Khan does that every week on AEW. Oh, yeah? This to be a major announcement, announcement from Tony Khan. I don't know. People just are dumb.
1: Yes, it's very dumb. So the announcement was, Vinny, I'm happy to say, this show is over. Oh, good.
2: One less piece yes. of shit out there. They Clogging ended the, the show, and it was very difficult for the fans After we announced last week that, you know, we would be ending Martinis and Murder, we shared it in the Facebook group. And I was overwhelmed because, I mean, listen, I understand. I knew that this was going to be big news for so many. Um, But, you know, I was just overwhelmed by how many people were so emotional and, like, crying about it. And, you know, we tried to... Oh, I was just going to say, we just, you know, we tried to explain
1: great chemistry between these two been doing a show for four years together um yeah this this is people um, were crying that they're ending their show oh where am i gonna f- hear about true crime from drug people how am i ever gonna who's gonna scratch this itch for me now uh, where am i ever gonna find such a thing i guess
3: i'm just going to start listening to margaritas and mayhem i don't know
1: <laughs> that's pretty funny i should look that up that's there's gotta be one right a couple mexican guys <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so this is the last clip that I have. The final show that they ever record. And uh, Darren is going to have a few drinks.
0: This is like a very, I don't even know, touching episode, I would say. I don't even know where to begin. I'm fucklemped. I've taken two shots already. I am oh my fucked God. up. Fucked up beyond belief.
1: And I had an epiphany right there when I heard this video. I went, why didn't Stuttering John start a true crime show? He, he still can. There's still time. That is true. Yeah. is you know, r- rather than beers on the balcony or whatever, he could have like- cause uh, and killers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, cause and, and child porn. <laughs> no, Carl. Not no. That. No. that. That might be bad. All right. Never mind. Yeah, don't don't do that bad. one. Yeah. Don't do that one. But anyway, cause and child porn with John Melendez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be uh, looking for that on YouTube. Welcome to what- bugs me about
2: pedos
1: (laughs) but you know what i mean though all these shows are celebrated for doing nothing but drinking and reading the internet that's all john wants to do
3: that's true so there's my free advice of the day to stuttering john melanda's i find the conversation to be morbid now let me talk about how i'm better than jackie (laughs) yeah
1: i know (laughs) he would immediately pivot be talking about some murder case from the 70s and immediately start talking about his time at Howard Stern and uh, the jokes he wrote. Purple's got a good one. Cause at the crime scene. <laughs> All right, that's good. That actually is good.
3: That is pretty good, I think Purple. people would watch that. I would. Somebody would start tweeting that at him. All right. Ask him if he needs a co-host.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I know a potato is not busy.
3: Uh, that potato's real busy. Unblock Cardiff. Unblock it, God damn it. All right, Vinny. You ready for... Uh
1: Some voicemails? Am I?
2: The Creep Off Voicemail segment is brought to you by the City of Syracuse. Syracuse University just hired their own indigenous healer. The healer will perform moon ceremonies. In case you were wondering where your $58,000 of tuition money goes every year, hint it's not science. See you in Syracuse. Do you need to get
3: healed by the moon at Syracuse University? Is that a true story? Yeah. Hey, you hear about this? you see that? They're yeah. a moon healer. Yeah, true story. Okay. True story. First voicemail. Uh, someone finally wants to audition to be the Creep Off Review Girl.
1: Oh, good. Hey, uh, this
2: is a audition for the Creep Off uh, Review Girl. And before you ask, I am a girl legally. Uh, yeah. If you don't hire me, I will yeah. sue you. So balls in your court, Polino. Uh, I don't really need to interview because you're going to have to hire me legally. So uh, thank you. Fuck you. Bye. Well, well
1: I guess uh, our hands are tied on this one. All right. Well, welcome to the show. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Here's a,
3: uh, a message from our friend Steve from Texas.
2: Howdy, creepos. This is Steve from Texas. God's favorite and God's favorite country. on God's favorite planet. And Vinny... You know, I tell you what. If that beaver-tooth weasel wants to fly part of the way to Gary, Indiana, you could tell that snaggly-tooth smile-talking alligator that he can fly to Miami, Florida, and then drive to Gary, Indiana. Also, you tell that cute little tater I says hi. Thank you. Bless your hearts.
1: Um, I like Steve. Yeah. Hey, Steve. Fuck you! (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) You
3: smile-talking
1: alligator. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh. Hey, guess what? We got a voicemail from the host of Dark Poutine. Remember that? Unfortunately. Remember that show that we were talking about? Yeah. The host heard it and uh, gave us a call. I'm calling to tell you boys how to depreciate.
2: Hey, this is for the creep-off. I just got done watching the Wednesday stream. I don't know if you guys know how good those zingers were about Mr. Flowers. At the end, he said, yeah, you were a Nipsey classified, right?
3: You guys should look up who Coconut Head is. The guy is fucking like him. All right. Fuck you. Thank you. Bye. Wrong voicemail. I was going to say.
1: <laughs> I did not set that up correctly.
3: But can I go back and say. Yes. I have an update. If you follow us and you get our bonus episodes on either Patreon, Supercast, or by. You saw last week's episode where we watched Pedophile Hunter Theater, and there was a gentleman who really enjoyed uh, Little Boy's brand of smells. Yes. Especially when they were blasted in his face, and he he liked him so much he was getting little kids to FaceTime him and fart for him. If you listen to it, he says, I want you to fart and yell for me. Yeah. Yeah, farting and yelling. And he would jerk off to this. Yeah, and they caught him, and he's a little weirdo. But apparently, he has like a bunch of YouTube content. Yeah. Alex, God bless him, found this guy's page for me nice. and found me some info. So I'm going down the rabbit hole right now. There will be more of that weirdo coming up on this Wednesday's bonus episode. Excellent. So you might want to make sure you're a subscriber because you will enjoy this update. It is really something else.
1: Yeah, that was a fun uh, little mini bonus we did with Tony from Hack the Movies. Yeah, Tony. was such a fun... Fun guest to have. He laughed a lot. So anyone who shows up on our Patreon, backed by our Supercast, you get access to the entire catalog of bonus shows that we put out, as well as our weekly Wednesday morning shows. And including
3: the roast of Carl and Vinny is in there for you. That's correct. Yeah, you can listen to that whole thing. I don't think you'll ever get to see
1: it. I think you will. I think it's going to happen. Here's the host of Dark Poutine calling in.
2: Hi, Carl and Vinny. How are you? This is Matt from Dark Poutine. I was listening to your critique of my show, and I have to tell you the reason why I called is I wanted to tell you how we got the name. Me and my husband would go down to the bus station and pick up some African gentlemen, and we'd order up a bunch of sides, and then we'd spray gravy all over each other. It's always a fun time. Well, that's how we got the name, Dark Poutine. Vinny, if you'd like to cross the friendship bridge, (laughs) we'd be more than happy to order pizza for you. We could spray gravy all over you, too. Thank you.
1: What do you think, Vinny? (laughs) They
3: don't have enough gravy. You want to take him up on this? Nope, I'm good. He might have enough gravy. I'm good. Uh, I have a new consequence for the wheel suggestion. Okay. And it was inspired by WATP, Carl, so you know it's going to be particularly heinous. Okay. All right,
2: new consequence. Winner gets to pick some of them zoo-file bumper stickers to put on the loser's car. Winner also gets the loser's wife's car keys so the loser can't go around in his wife's car and has to drive around in his own car with zoo-file bumper stickers on it for a month. Vinny Winnie,
3: thank you, fuck you, bye. I think that's fucking funny.
1: Dude, if you put the Make Animals Come sticker on your car, that'd be fantastic. I,
3: I feel like uh, that should happen. I feel like that should go on the wheel.
1: How quickly are we going to get pulled over? I guarantee within the first day of us putting those on our car. So are
3: you are trying to make animals come in here? <laughs> no.
1: All right. Uh, here's a voicemail I have from uh, a man who's got a sweet gig. He wants to brag about it. Uh, hey dude, uh, I just have a message for the creep-off. I mean, uh, it's not so much that I'm creeping or anyone else is
2: creeping, but, uh, I just applied to be a manager at Wendy's. I have no manager experience. I've trained people, but I haven't had to lie yet for the job application. And they're just like, yes, yes, this is good, this is good, oh yes, come here, work with us. Would you be $900 a week? Oh, that's so great. I'm like, what the fuck? I haven't even had to lie yet. They they already set up an interview with me. They did the same thing with Taco Bell. And- All right, this goes on and
1: on. Basically, his point is... I just have to laugh at that the logic. Man, these people must suck. I haven't even had to lie to get yes. this job. Basically, his point is he's just going to start applying for every job there is, including airline pilot and truck driver. He's like, I- if they're not going to ask, then I'll just fucking do it. So that's a good uh, good life lesson right there. It is a wonderful life lesson. We got some super
3: chats coming through. No, I just felt like ringing the bell. We
1: do actually got for two bucks. Invite Alex on. Oh, I would definitely have Alex on. Oh, shit. We should. Alex, you're invited on anytime. If you want to come on, Alex, you can come on. And then uh, Christina Marie with $2 bright pink gel polish pedicure. Oh, God. I can imagine what your talons would look like. Oh, is that a consequence?
3: I think so. Hmm. Probably the most pleasant of the consequence because you can put socks on.
1: Yeah, that wouldn't be too bad. Yeah.
3: All righty. Carl, I think I have one more voicemail for you from a first-time caller. Okay.
2: Hey, Carl. Hey, Vinny. Uh, First-time caller. Just calling to let you know that I'm joining the podcast. I don't have a Patreon subscriber yet, but I'm pretty convinced now after hearing this episode, 134, that these guys are making money and you're
3: not. So I think I'll subscribe later. I've never been a fan of Carl until now. It's kind of, it's kind of cringe. I'll be honest, but found you guys in a big show. But
0: man, I'm
2: enjoying so far while working. Sorry for the noises in the background. I'm working a boiler room right now, but that's about all I got. You're welcome. Love you. Hello.
3: Hello. We love you back. Thank you for finding the show.
1: Can I just point something out? A new rule for the callers. Yeah. If you don't like me, it's, it can go on said. You can just go ahead and keep that to yourself. That's fine. To be fair, even the ones who say they like you, I assume don't. Yeah, I know. Exactly. So just leave that out of, uh, the, of the conversation. Thank someone
3: you. sent in the cutest little jingle.
1: Oh, great.
2: I want to lick
3: all Jandle
2: jingles his feet. Tickle, 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 but they taste so sweet.
3: Oh you want to hear that one more time?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I want to lick all Jandle jingles his feet. Tickle, 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 but they taste so sweet.
1: That sounds like Manny. <laughs> is that
3: Manny, Conan? I have no idea. Oh boy. But uh, those are our voice Remember, folks, the voice number is 585-371-8108. This is a show for creeps. We are proving that. Certainly. One week at a time. Carl, guess what yes. time it is. I believe it's parade time. Let's take a scum
1: parade. I love a parade. Scum Parade, take me on a raid of these fuck charades that these creeps have made. Scum Parade, Vinny and Carl gonna tell you about some fuck shit. Scum Parade, like stories of a kid fucked by his mom or dad, soaking up the blood of a cat. Scum Parade.
3: Well, Carl... We' well, first two stories tonight are going to come from the great state of Florida. Let's keep the jingles rolling Florida.
0: Florida. You got to get
3: I really love the way they started this. This article is from the smoking gun.com and uh, whoever wrote this priceless and a harebrained scheme destined to fail. (laughs) A Florida woman thought she could game a court ordered urinalysis test. Now, as a result of guilty pleas last month to a pair of felony drug charges, Shannon Hunter who's 44 years old, is required to provide probation officials in Clearwater, Florida with a urine sample. Now. She, like I said, she pled guilty, and she knew that her urine was going to prove to be dirty if she had just taken this. Could test you imagine the proper not way. being
1: allowed to, to do drugs? That's that's a pretty harsh penalty, is it? I don't even know if that's constitutional. You did, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's that's fucking cruel and unusual, man. Yeah, everyone else is doing drugs. I can't do drugs. What the fuck? I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know why about her. I her. Carl's side, but...
3: libertarian bullshit just shining right through again, folks. <laughs> poor,
1: poor Shannon Hunter. Anyway, all right. Now, so she wants to do drugs. She's not supposed to. So she's gonna find a way to get out of it, right? So
3: here's what she did. She took a prescription pill bottle. Okay. Yep. And she stuffed it inside of her vagina.
1: Oh, okay. Uh huh. And, uh-huh. and what was in that? Like someone else's urine or something? That no.
3: Would, see, no, that would Carl. Test pure. You would think that you would either get like the uh, the fake piss. Or you would uh, drink the stuff to make your pee clean or mask it. The masking shit. Mm-hmm. No, no. She came up with a much better idea, way cheaper. Soda and water.
0: Mixed- well, that's retarded.
3: No, no. Mixed together. Um,
1: so. Uh oh, retard alert. Retard alert, class! Is that what she thinks urine is?
3: Carl, if all she drinks is Mountain Dew <laughs> yeah. and water, what else would
1: urine be? Right. So, I guess the soda is just for color, then, right? Apparently is so. Is that what the, the I'm guessing is? she went Mountain Dew. Yeah. Um, either way, We the- found a lot of high fructose corn syrup in your urine. We're concerned about that. Minnie, did I ever tell you about the time- that I uh, had to take a drug test for a job. Lay it on me. So How hard did you fail? All right, so here's the deal. You should always cheat when you're t- taking yep. a drug test. That's what I would say. Yep. I got a job at the local newspaper here. Even if you don't do drugs, cheat just for the fun of it. Yeah, right, just because it's hilarious. Uh, over 20 Cheers. years ago, I got a job at the local newspaper here, and I had to pass a drug test to work for the To great- deliver newspapers They made you take a drug test? <laughs> no, for the great corporation of Gannett. I had to take a drug test in order to get hired. Well, that's... By the way, you can't work at this place if you're not on drugs. But whatever. <laughs> For some reason, they make you do that. So I took what you were talking about. You can uh, buy this stuff that you drink before the drug test. I think
3: it's called Yellow Terminator or something like yeah, that. Yeah, there's,
1: there's a few different brands. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> it's crazy because so you, you chug down this really gross shit, like the morning of, and then you drink more of it like right before. I forget exactly how you have to do it, but it's not pleasant. It's kind of nasty. But then... Dude, your fucking pee glows in the dark. I'm not even joking with you. Like, It's so obvious that I'm cheating. There's no one's urine looks like this. It's like
3: Creep Off Green.
1: Yes. No one's urine looks like this. That's how I started the isotopes. I was like, oh, this gives me an idea. I'm a scientist now. (laughs) So it's obvious that I'm cheating. And I passed and I got the job and I got to work in a miserable shithole for five years. But that's what I'm saying, though, Vinny, is what's the point of this? I beat one once.
2: Did Uh, you?
3: Oh, but I really fucked up. Okay, I go in and uh, I went in the first time doing the masking stuff.
1: Okay, you and did it the was same thing. I'm about. It was like about? sixty
3: bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You true. buy the you buy the kit, you do the thing, and I come back and they say, "Hey, your pee test was came back diluted. Mm. So now you have to go take another one." Oh shit! And I'm like, fuck. So they told me what you got to do is get the synthetic pee, which is in like this little spray container thing, right? Synthetic pee. Yeah. <laughs> And what you do is you put it in your, in your pocket or your sock or whatever, and uh, you put or two... Or you cram it up your ass. I mean, listen, there's a lot of ways to have fun with this. It went in the sock, Carl. Uh, I'm just saying. So it, you creative. take two heat packages, like uh, like those uh, hand warmers yep. that you would get for a cold day, and you put two of those on there. You get it up to the temperature, and then you put those on there to keep it at the right temperature because it's got to be... They, they actually take the temperature of the piss after you pee to make sure that it was in your body. Okay. And, uh... So
1: this is what I'm not understanding here. Why do they go through all of these elaborate things if you can just drink this shit and pass? I guess, I guess you didn't. So maybe, maybe I got an easy one. I don't know. Carl, let me tell you how dumb I am, though.
3: Oh, okay. Because, you know, the rule is don't flush the toilet. Right. So they have this rule. If you go in there and you pee, do not flush the toilet because they want to make sure that you actually peed. So I'm like, oh shit! I got to put this stuff in the cup and pee at the same time, and I'm trying to figure out how to do all that stuff. And, and you had to scratch your asshole. And oh, I'm like, I know, ah, I'm I'm fucking! Thing. <laughs> I had to get the thing out. I was digging. Yeah, I knew it. And then I like, I knew it. I'm just like, I'm so flummoxed by trying to do all of these things at once. that I flushed the toilet.
1: Oh no! How 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 did you get so distracted? You flushed the toilet. I just force a habit dude <laughs> when you're done pissing
3: you flush the toilet uh, and i'm like getting the thing in the jar and i give, give it to them. They go, oh you flush the toilet we can't take the sample i'm like well i'm not gonna pee again and i go well, you have to and i was like i'm not going to though <laughs> and then i left and i still got the job
1: oh really they didn't yeah. make it come back again yeah still see this is job? what i mean like what the fuck's the point of all of this it's I just know. theater
3: but, man, I was so
1: scared. What I, job I had, did you have to pee for, if you don't mind me asking?
3: I'm never going to tell you. Okay. It was a very professional job. Oh. Very professional.
1: Oh. You, wh- why don't you want to reveal this, Vinny?
3: United States Congressman.
1: Oh, no. shit! <laughs> I didn't vote for you, by the way. Yeah, nobody would.
3: Uh, all right, Carl. Let's go to our second creep, shall we? Yeah. A Jupiter, Florida man was arrested for throwing a live alligator into a Wendy's restaurant drive through I love it. It's the most Florida story of all Florida stories. I have stories. to say,
1: working at Wendy's is boring. Even this day. They pay $900 a week. It's gonna be the manager is pretty excited about it. But, dude, someone throws an alligator through the drive thru window. That's a fun day. That's a story. These, not, no one who works there is not telling that story for the rest of their lives. Dude. That's a blast. Joshua James. I bet even the alligator had fun with that. That was a fun day. They all gave him a frosty. Everyone had a blast that
3: day. Uh, he was charged, Joshua charged James, he's 23 years old, he was charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, illegally killing, possessing, possessing or capturing an alligator, and second-degree larceny and uh, petite theft. I don't know it's what It's illegal told. to possess an alligator? Well, you're not, yeah, probably not supposed to have them. Really? I don't Why? know. They're not good pets. Well, kind of dangerous.
1: Not. Yeah, I guess
3: that's true. Pretty I dangerous. D-
1: I just didn't realize that alligator ownership was a crime. I guess I should have known that.
3: I know that in New York you have to have a special license. There was a really cool store out in Henrietta that used to have um, like all sorts of lizards, and they had a fucking gator. Really? Yeah. It, it was not. It got too big. They eventually had to like send it somewhere. They had to
1: send it to Wendy's? <laughs> the guy was like, you're too
3: I big for this place now. Yeah. Be free.
1: <laughs> it is their natural habitat.
3: Yeah. He pulled up for his order, and after a server handed a drink, and turn around, James tossed the three and a half foot alligator <laughs> into
1: the drive-thru window.
3: Gotcha bitch. Just fucking tossed the game. How alligator. long have
1: I been saying we have a real alligator problem in this country and Washington won't do shit about it? These empty suits with all their campaign promises to end alligator violence, there's no legislation being passed.
3: Agreed. It's really sad, Carl.
1: Gator lobby is too strong in this country. I've been saying this for a while now. My my campaign slogan was, shoot him! <laughs>
3: <laughs> Lake County, Illinois, Carl. A 34-year-old woman was hospitalized this week after a man allegedly stole her car with her young child still in the back seat. Okay. Now, on Thursday, February 23rd, deputies responded to a home about a vehicle hijacking. The sheriff's office said the 34-year-old woman pulled up her Volkswagen Atlas into her driveway and brought one of her children inside the home. She walked back outside to get her two-year-old son when a white BMW pulled into her driveway. A man allegedly got out of the passenger side of the BMW and struggled to get into the victim's Volkswagen as she tried to keep her two-year-old son safe. The man allegedly battered the woman, knocked her to the ground. The man took her Volkswagen and fled. The BMW also left the scene. One of the drivers ran over the victim as they left, causing serious
1: injuries to her extremities. Dude, you should never get run over after getting carjacked. Get out of the way. That's, yeah it's not hard to get out of the way of a car. You know where it's going. It is when
3: you're on your back. I don't know. The woman called 911 and reported that her son was inside the car and the deputies began searching the area for the boy. Now, here's the fun part. Deputies reportedly contacted Volkswagen CareNet or CarNet to locate the missing car. But they encountered a delay because Carnet would not track the vehicle with the abducted child until they received payment to reactivate the tracking device in the stolen Volkswagen.
1: See, I don't understand. Why can't they just track the two-year-old's iPhone to see where he is using that? It's encrypted. <laughs> no. According to the sheriff's office, suit
3: after someone working in the business on the 2020 back of Lakeside Drive in Wakugan called to report two cars drove into the parking lot. One of the drivers abandoned a small child and drove off. It was identified as this woman's son, and uh, they eventually found the Volkswagen in the parking lot, and uh, it's being processed for trace evidence.
1: The victim was battered in the hospital. I don't understand what the point of this crime was. Well, right. I think what happened was the guy wants to steal this car, and then he gets in and starts driving, realizes there's a two-year-old in the back, and all he hears is... Hey. And you can put up with that for a mile or two, but then at a certain point, you're done with it. This is the best ice cube movie that could ever be made. (laughs) Dude, there's a sentence in this article that says, she brought the child inside to safety before he could run into the street. That's a weird thing to assume a child would do, right? Is that what what children can't wait to do, go run into the street? That's what kids do these days. They They just go run into
3: the the street like maniacs. (laughs) All right, Carl. Last story of the day. Did you watch the video for this? Oh, I sure did, Vinny. Would should I
1: show the video for this? Um, I don't know. I don't know if you can or not. Uh, well, it was on you.
3: It was on YouTube. Well, right, it was well, on the New York Post website.
1: Well, well, that's not YouTube.
3: Yeah, that's true. Um, I would love to show you this video because it is fucked. But basically, here's what happened. Uh, this was in Brazil in a pool hall in Mato Grosso. Now. Two men were playing pool with a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. They lost the game. Mm, they sucks. were very upset. That, yeah, it's annoying. But they wanted to win their money back. So they left and went and got more money and came back. Okay. And then they lost again. Ah, uh, damn it. And then the people who were at the pool hall started laughing at that because they kept yeah. losing. I and they're it. such dorks. So but here's the lesson, folks. Don't be a Carl. Oh. <laughs> Don't laugh Uh-oh. at these men. Here. Carl, I'll play this for you to
1: watch and you can give me a uh, play, you play. All right, um, there's a man who's got a gun he's getting everybody up against the wall and now another man comes
2: in one, one
1: down one down six Oh, right in the back
3: and now they're going from pool table to pool table to steal the stacks of quarters that were left. Yeah. Because apparently these are two broke assholes.
1: So I have to say, there's gun violence in Brazil and gator violence in the US. This world is topsy turvy. I don't even know what to believe anymore. But Vinny, I don't own a shotgun. Yeah. But if I did, I think producer Chris would no longer be with us because he kicked the shit out of me playing pool last weekend. It's frustrating. When you lose a couple games of pool in a row, you can get a little frustrated with that. I get it. I've been there.
3: Yeah. Hey guys, I didn't play the video on purpose, so stop being confused. I didn't play because I didn't want to get thrown off the live feed. It is great audio, guys. You
1: made that very clear, didn't you? And you even told me to do the play by play. Yeah, and yeah. they're still
3: commenting on it. But <laughs> don't I thought I'd ever, catch you all
1: up. Don't ever read the comments.
3: Good point. Good point. I'm such unless a unless they give us money. I'm such a noob, Carl. The two men were identified as. Edgar Ricardo de Olivier, 30 years old, and Exuca Souza-Riberio, 27. And uh, they are being uh, sought after in Brazil for literally murdering seven people at a pool hall.
1: Yeah, one of the uh, comments in here is that the ammo was probably more expensive than the quarters that they were able to grab off the tables. I, I, at that point, I don't think it was about the money. Yeah, you don't have to kill seven people to grab quarters. This can, was a crime of a passion. Yeah, you just point a gun at people and they'll let you take quarters. Lost it, pool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's passion, dude. One of the one of the kids is twelve years old that they gunned down. Yeah, well, smart Alec. Yeah, he was laughing a little bit, or she was
3: laughing a little bit too loud, kid. Yeah. All right, folks, that is this week's edition of the creep off. Hope you had fun. We're going to be back with a midweek midweek episode for all of you bonus content subscribers on Patreon. Backed. To- Dot buy and supercast. Carl, we got a big live show coming up in Philadelphia.
1: We do, yes. And you can get tickets for it at live.dick.show. And uh, there's still seats left, but they are going quickly. Yeah, there's not a lot of seats left. Not a lot I of saw. seats left for that one. It's a really cool theater, holds about 300 people. Uh, we're going to be down in Philly probably the whole weekend hanging out. It's going to be a blast, so come join us.
3: Yes, please do. And uh, Oh, did I say the date? April 22nd. Yeah, I was going to say April 22nd. Get your tickets now. We will be back again, like I said, another show next Monday. As always, we'll be right here on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe and leave a review. We uh,
1: always like to hear those. One of these days we'll get a review, girl. And uh, thanks to the people who watch all, uh, live and comment, and especially the Super Chatters It is much appreciated. Thank you, guys.
3: Gut. I'm going to answer your question. He asked, did anyone fight back or did they all just stand there? They all
1: just stood there because the other
3: guy had a gun already and made them all line up.
1: Yeah, I can't say I would have done anything differently than these people did. You don't expect to be gunned down for laughing at someone after they lost at pool. It's just not something you expect to happen.
3: Yeah, well, maybe there's the lesson for you, Mr. Yeah, I guess so.
1: Uh, Maybe I should stop
3: laughing at jerks so much, huh? It's Nah, we'll keep doing that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Remember, folks, it's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Ga No one told
0: me there was going to be boasting. Wild car, bitches! Yeah! Yeah, great. What the hell is he supposed to be?
1: from this podcast don't do what we do may which is a podcast
0: <laughs> may your enemies be cursed in your podcast adventures
1: ciao bella